Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. With Boyd Matheson. Ukrainian mothers have suffered immensely during Russia's invasion. But this Mother's Day, yesterday, First Lady Jill Biden paid them a special visit, making it a most unforgettable one. We're going to break down her message to the women of Ukraine and an important partnership being forged between First Lady Jill Biden and Ukrainian First Lady Olena Zelenska and what that actually means in terms of the politics and policies, the debates that are happening here in the United States and the war that is being waged within the borders of a sovereign Ukraine uh, that only wants self-determination for their own future. And I do think it was very significant that First Lady Jill Biden met with the Ukrainian First Lady on Mother's Day. I thought that was uh, very poignant. Uh, the First Lady of Ukraine uh, has been very outspoken uh, and very strategically outspoken in terms of what she has shared, uh, the challenges she has laid out to the women of Ukraine, to the women of Russia, and to Vladimir Putin. Uh, she has commented in the past that the victory, and she was very emphatic, the victory of Ukraine will have a very female face. Uh, just tipping her hat to the extraordinary work of the women of Ukraine uh, on the battlefield, in taking care of the wounded, uh, in helping get uh, children and the aged across the border uh, dealing with refugees and so many other things. They, they have played a, a vital role. So First Lady Jill Biden met uh, with the First Lady on Mother's Day, and Jill Biden expressed the United States' support for the people of Ukraine. I wanted to come on Mother's Day. I thought it was important to show the Ukrainian people that this war has to stop. And this war has been brutal. People of the United States stand with the people of Ukraine. First Lady Biden uh, continued uh, the conversation. She talked about uh, mothers in Ukraine as well as those in Slovakia and Romania, uh, where her message uh, on some of her stops was really one of, of love and support. So I just wanted to, to come and uh, say Happy Mother's Day and say that the, the hearts of the American people are with the mothers of Ukraine. They're thinking of you and praying for you every day. Now, the First Lady, Olena Zelenska, thanked the First Lady, Jill Biden, for her courage visiting Ukraine during a time of war. Uh, this is uh, Zelenska's translator, uh, and uh, here's what she had to say. 
first of all, I would like to thank you for a very courageous act. Um, because we understand what is thanks for the uh, U.S. first lady to come here during a war. Uh, the U.S. ambassador to the U.N., Linda Thomas-Greenfield, uh, told CNN's Jake Tapper on Sunday that the First Lady's trip was important and historic and sends an important message to the world. The First Lady's visit has to have given so much uh, support and encouragement to the Ukrainian uh, women and children. And for her to go there on Mother's Day to meet with the Ukrainian uh, First Lady, I think sends a very strong, a very positive message. Uh, I met with Ukrainian uh, mothers on the border when I traveled to Romania and Moldova a few weeks ago. I see the strength that these women have. So having the First Lady there, encouraging them, supporting them on actually in Ukraine, I think, sends a strong message of support and commitment that the U.S. government has to supporting Ukrainians moving forward. And in the tale of two planets, uh, Vladimir Putin uh, took to the stage today and had a very different message. And I want to break this down because I think this is an interesting confluence. Uh, We were talking about this in the newsroom earlier today that uh, so interesting. One, you'd have the first lady there uh, on Sunday And then on Monday, of course, is the day that Russia uh, commemorates the Soviet Union's defeat of Nazi Germany in World War II. Uh, It's also interesting that on this day was the official end of the Civil War here in the United States. Uh, So very important moments in history all kind of converging in an interesting way and with very different perspectives about where we've been, where we are, and what comes next. Vladimir Putin uh, in celebrating a a great Soviet victory in World War II over Nazi Germany. And a lot of us don't recognize the importance of Russia. Russia uh, killed more German soldiers, took more German soldiers uh, uh, into uh, custody and into prison camps uh, than any. Uh, They really did take those prisoners of war. And were critical to victory in World War II. And so that's an, that's an important moment. It's an important piece of the history. Uh, and yet you see where Vladimir Putin is today. And he's in a very different place in space, uh, including what he said today as he accused the West of plotting against Russia. They openly were preparing for yet another punitive operation in Donbass to invade for an invasion of our historic lands, including Crimea. In Kiev, they were talking about the possible acquisition of nuclear weapons. The NATO bloc started developing, actively developing territories adjacent to us. And therefore, in a planned way, we're creating an absolutely unacceptable threat immediately next to our borders. Everything pointed to a collision with the Nazis, with the Nazis and Banderites that was inevitable and that was supported by the West. We could see how military infrastructure was being developed, how hundreds of foreign advisors were at work, regular supplies of the most modern weapons from NATO. Danger was increasing every day. Vladimir Putin also made an interesting accusation. I I firmly believe that the only thing that Vladimir Putin is really afraid of uh, are the values that we hold here in the United States, that freedom, that liberty, that self-determination. 
Uh, and so in a classic move from Vladimir Putin, he accused the United States of abandoning its values uh, and claimed that Russia, of course, had uh, once again repelled the aggressions of the West. The United States, especially after the fall of the Soviet Union, started speaking about their exclusivity, their exclusive status, humiliating not only the whole world but its own satellites, who have to pretend they can't notice and swallow it up, lap it up. But we are a different country. Russia has a different character. We shall never give up our love for our motherland, our faith and our traditional values the customs of our forebears and respect for all nations and cultures. In the West, these thousands old values have been cancelled. This moral degradation is at the basis of the cynical falsification of the history of World War II. Uh, very fascinating words from Vladimir Putin uh, talking about in the West that these, these thousands years old values have been cancelled. The moral degradation of the West, uh, the cynical falsification of World War II history, uh, all of those things you can see from a propaganda standpoint is what Vladimir Putin is trying to do. He's trying to rally his people. He's trying to rally the nation. He's trying to make this about much more than the Donbass region uh, or any part of Ukraine. Uh, he is really trying to rally his people as he can control that state controlled media uh, in terms of helping uh, the people within Russia only see that this is a fight of good versus evil uh, against the West and that the, the West has given up its values, that the, the West is uh, morally degraded and degenerated in, in different ways and that it's up to, to Russia uh, to hold things together for the world. Uh, and, and that is the narrative. And that is where Vladimir Putin is trying to go. And so it's so interesting to me that all of this comes together. Again, this uh, this uh, interesting and important visit from the First Lady of the United States with the First Lady from Ukraine. Their important relationship message, their trust message uh, in terms of working together uh, to move things forward in a positive way. And then the juxtaposition of this day in Russian history where they celebrate uh, that victory in World War II and where we all would be wise to pause uh, and look at the end, the official end of the Civil War on this same day. Because really in the end, uh, the battle is for the battle of the dignity of individuals, for the rights of human beings uh, to have that self-determination, uh, to not be oppressed by government, to have those first freedoms, uh, first freedoms of speech, uh, of religion, of the press, of the ability to, to gather uh, and assemble together, uh, that those are the freedoms uh, that actually mattered, whether it was in the Civil War or World War II, uh, or the battles that we're facing in our nation today. And each one of those values begins with an individual. And that's up to you, and that's up to me. That then rounds out Hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll break for top of the hour news. Much more to come in hour number two. Stay with us on Inside Sources right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. 
police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.